Here we are. Hi, Renee. Hi, good morning, Talita. Yeah, it's a wonderful that you see there is a grass in the back. Uh, just yes, not so long ago, ago we were <laughs> looking at the snow. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. We've had incredible sunshine and we think spring or summer, we, we, we have since shortened spring. Um, we only get it for about a month and then it goes right into summer, but um, we're pretty happy. Right. We're pretty, yeah. pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Things it was are coming a long, up. Long winter then. It felt like it was. Yeah, it felt like it was. It started a bit early. It got pretty heavy around January and then it just kind of kept going. Mm -hmm. Um right up until probably mid-April. Um, and right. then things things took a turn and uh here we are. So it's all good. Yeah. New beginnings. New beginnings, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. We are having a bit of a chilly day. For us, uh, spring is going a little bit longer than we would have imagined. Usually yeah. this time it would be very hot and uh, already full-blown summer. That, to be honest, it feels nice to have this coolness. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Beijing summers are intense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they are intense. Yeah, yeah. so yes. that's nice. Mm, exactly. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so for today, well, we will be talking about um, something that maybe in coaching we, we, we say it's almost like a cherry on the cake, right? Mm. Re reframing reality and designing actions. That's right. We're going to be looking at how to be support our clients and in, in moving forward with their new awarenesses um, and what kind of perspective shifts have taken place in order for old patterns and old habits to really recalibrate, you know, and, and, and reframe how they want to move forward, which is the power of coaching. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And maybe also a real distinction from, from other, other approaches uh, That's right. as well. Yeah. And, um, I was, uh, you know, just looking at these these words, reframing reality. It's mm. it's a little bit like uh, our our language, right? Like um, perspective shift, uh, reframing mm. reality, and uh, you know, like uh, I, I think we mentioned in the previous um, uh, posts and podcasts um, a bit about this. Um, maybe there are some markets where there is saturation of. Um, of coaches and um, I think sometimes there can be this sense of um, being too much with people who are really not um, even agreeing to coach I remember when I was beginning actually let me mm. backtrack mm. when I was beginning to coach I was so excited about this it's like you just shift your perspective and then you know like there you, you make the action and you just go for that and I, I remember I was coaching, quote-unquote, right? Like my, my friends who were coming and sharing their troubles with me. Mm -hmm. And I would just go and it's like, you just shift perspective. And, you know, like eventually I realized they were not moving anywhere because next time they would come, they still had the same story and they were complaining. Mm -hmm. And um, and I had totally idea on how their life should go but they were not doing mm. anything about that so that was a big learning on kind of like where do you bring this concept and at which time is the appropriate time so that people don't feel pushed into the action mm. Mm. Um, before they process exactly maybe emotions and and right. and also understanding of where it is so Right. Yeah. And this is this is really where the evoking awareness competency comes in. Right. And so if we if we move past that part too quickly um, or touch on it and think we've think there's been a, a shift, but perhaps not a deep enough one, then we move into action that might not be sustained. Um because you have years of building this neural pathway in the mind um, and it's going to take, you know, a bit of time to be able to create a new one. 
Um, yeah. And so this idea and, and kind of going back to, to the hands-on model, this idea of savoring um, and really taking that time to um, take that awareness. What is it teaching you? How are you going to be, how does this now change things for you? Um, where was this insight perhaps before? Um, was it hidden somewhere? You know, and so a lot of it has to do with the, the timing of the, the coachee, um, their own journey, um, how we coach them to that point. Uh, and then it's it's really just like you, like that savoring of that moment yes. um, and taking it in. Yeah, you you really uh, um, opened up right now. I mean, it's not that I didn't know it, but right now something landed for me, uh, as you were mentioning, specifically savoring. It is so mm. important with savoring, we actually release so many uh, centers in the brain uh, because there is this sense of... Um, gratification there is a sense of safety there's a um, there is a sense of uh, curiosity so mm -hmm. learning happens with savoring we can just really bring kind of like all all together learning uh, to be present mm -hmm. in the place um, mm -hmm. and sometimes we can go and um, go into action because we are fed up with mm -hmm. you know repetition of something that is not working with us we can push ourselves it's a little bit like no pain no gain like mm -hmm. uh, uh, and and uh, you know there are these other patterns right like that are maybe even getting us on this like treadmill right like if mm -hmm. i just push too hard i'm going to have the reward Mm -hmm. But that's where the backlash is happening. It's, it's actions that are not sustainable, actually. Mm -hmm. And in savoring, uh, there is this space where our insights and awareness will kind of like come forward with a sense of awe, um, mm -hmm. celebration. Um, it, that is the aha moment. It kind of like just finds us. We don't figure it out it finds us so that we in that finding we feel inspired to move forward mm -hmm. absolutely um and you know it, it draws on um something i think we were both going through the the pq um yes. aspect um program now and uh it, it's interesting because i'm touching on one of my saboteurs and i'm continually having to revisit it the same one over and over and over and over and over and, and so and so it's like it's just so interesting that it's like for the hundredth time like <laughs> revisiting it right and so it's like and so you get to that point of being like you know it so well now that you can recognize when when that comes up and then you can be even more quick in in readjusting like reframing the reality of that mm -hmm. um, and then being able to take those small steps sort of away from the reaction that would be a natural response um, yes. but it takes it takes time and so if you if one does have clients that come back talking about the same the same issue it's important to, to if they want to stick with it stick with it don't rush too quickly into action um, because they're they're having to get to know what their issue is. Um, and perhaps it's it may be a longer journey for some or shorter for others, um, but it's all in, in their time. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is also um, as a journey of discovery, as, as we mm -hmm. uh, are finding our, our saboteurs, we, we, we all have... Uh, um, is kind of like how do you say that the um, the obstacle range right like mm -hmm. when it's almost like i see it like you you run and suddenly something comes at you and you need to jump over a big fence or something like that so these obstacles mm -hmm. are our saboteurs our patterns mm -hmm. that are not serving us and we need to work hard on them and as you say mm -hmm. they come over and over and over again and with mm -hmm. our clients we will also become uh, familiar with what their saboteurs are do they have a tendency to um, judge themselves or mm -hmm. to diminish their success or to feel they're not worthy this is where limiting beliefs come in 
mm-hmm. as well. So um, I think it's once when we identify what these limiting beliefs are, and each saboteur mm-hmm. carries a limiting belief. Um, so we can actually bring them. This awareness is also important as coaches that we hold with the client because it will come on the next topic. The mm. next topic comes up, the same limiting belief be- will become, it will be an inertia. And mm. but this time, we don't need to spend that much time into figuring out what is the obstacle. We don't need to do anything. We can just, <laughs> that is the moment when we can tell to the client, oh, it seems like you're, I'm not good enough is coming up. So, mm. you know, like, how would you like to go about it this time? You know, mm-hmm. and um, so th- that is really um, inspiring of working with clients long term. And mm-hmm. uh, like being that's when, when the partnership, I feel, is kind of like sealed mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way, right? It's like we really have the contracting and, and awareness. We are looking at the same thing um uh, together right in, in in order to move on the next topic right that's right and it's amazing how how these topics are layered right it's 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 um it's a, it's a big yummy cake that has lots of lots of layers on it right but you just want to kind of get into it um and sometimes it you want to see it as like a smash cake, um, as they call it. Um, but it's it's like one goes on top of one another, um, and and it feeds it. So the the one layer will reframe the next layer, and and so on and so forth. Um, but without that initial sort of trip of of awareness that's there, um, it, it does have an impact on on all the other layers subsequently. Yes, yeah. And to come back to your your point that, you know, like all of this is not to be rushed mm. um, in a way. However, we also need to, um, and, and bringing the savoring and then checking in, coming back to mm. the agenda, right? Like, so that's after, that is really when we can go on. Once when we are bringing that awareness of what is really in place what has been transformed then mm-hmm. we come back to the agenda and we are going and saying okay what what are these steps the small actions that you can take mm-hmm. the bigger the hurt the smaller the action that's my experience mm-hmm. the bigger the obstacle the bigger the pain the more time we can spend in um, uh, compassionate listening Staying mm-hmm. with with a client, um, mm-hmm. reframing reality um, in a in a way where I see your pain, I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. This is human. I don't judge you. So it's basically mm-hmm. the client is having a lot of judgment where where they are at. Our role mm-hmm. as coaches is really to 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 model uh, mm-hmm. or what it means to be there as another human being and say. You know, hey, yeah, this is part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, many people would respond this way. And, you know, like, well, so now where can you find strength, you know, like to, right. to move forward, right? And, and you know, ICF chose, chose the word to facilitate the client's growth. I think that's very intentional on, on behalf of, of the ICF in terms of, it doesn't say like, determine the client's growth or you know but they use the word facilitate and as a facilitator you're one of those sort of not necessarily like a silent partner but you're there in in a way that they will determine what what is that step that they want to take that's going to enable them to not necessarily go into like come out of their comfort zone into that learning zone but not be too threatened by by that growth yes yes exactly um yeah you call that well because we 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 do distinguish between coaching and facilitation Mm. however in in uh, in here is we do um i don't know how it's like uh, our our in this is where our key agenda is that the client grows Mm. Mm-hmm. Right, and so from that perspective, we do have an agenda. 
like the 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 big right. capital A agenda, yeah. right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, in in that case, yes, policy facilitation is absolutely in place, but we don't know how. Uh, right. You know, like we, we don't know what topics will be worked on. We That's just right. know that the purpose, why, is there, and that is that the growth is at the core of our own uh, approach for ourselves and as well as right. uh, the client. Yeah, yeah, we are, we are growth junkies, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, you know, going back to a, a, a question that you know people may ask is like is this person coachable, right? And so, so this word like coachability, um, you know, comes back to, you know, is it, are they coming in with a fixed mindset? Are they coming in with a growth mindset? And so how does that, yeah. how does that then impact um, mm -hmm. that dynamic? Um, and, you know, the, the overall goal of a coach is wanting to, see a client grow um, and go through transformative um, experiences. Um, but the, the question oftentimes lies with the coachees, like, do they want to be coached, right? And sometimes they're in a situation where they have been asked to come and, and to see us for performance or what have you. And so, yes. um, and so sort of everything kind of leading up to that point, right? It's the um, cultivating the trust and safety, maintaining your presence, listening, like all of that gives them that space to be able to sort of unearth that awareness um, mm -hmm. and then say, yes, this is actually where I want to be moving to. And, and to see them move in that direction is pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, it's a really, really inspiring mm -hmm. uh, moment, um, right? And, and uh, yeah, the, the partnering, I think, also is important mm -hmm. here because, again, mm -hmm. it's not our work only as coaches. It's like we do it together, right? Like we, we move with the action as, as, um, as identified with, with both. Um, however, mm -hmm. I think this is where the insights of the coach how far can the client go what mm -hmm. where is the trust um yeah. what could be the obstacle that they are facing and it's all mm -hmm. in uh you know one is in the verbal language um but i find a lot of times even especially in, in the corporate people become very versed how to express mm -hmm. themselves um mm -hmm. to kind of like show certain <clears throat> way but there is incongruency with what is inside mm. and and like somatically what is what is present and you know like in it as we really address that in our second module of the coaching from within uh once when we can begin to uh, bring that uh, reframe the reality on a somatic level mm -hmm. uh, it is such a powerful process because this is the point when memories arise this is the moment when um, uh, there is a uh, element of surprise uh, or like i didn't even know that this is present that i was looking for this but here it mm. is the insight is is arising mm -hmm. and so we can also reframe the reality on the somatic level and the reality you know on the somatic level is like there is this difficult emotion or tension or pain mm -hmm. that are present and I don't want want it to be here. Of course, mm -hmm. we don't want pain to be there. But as we get trained as somatic coaches, we actually, <coughs> all of these uh, parts of the approach is how can we enable the client to stay, to be present, with mindful presence of what is... Mm -hmm there without the judgment this is good or bad just curiosity like wow there's my body is telling me something and it's mm -hmm. really an asset mm -hmm. um, on on how um, how the client is going to um, make a change i shared in the previous podcast i think in the previous episode about the, my client having a shoulder injury and then uh, checking in and the shoulder actually saying, I just need you to trust me. 
and have mm-hmm. faith in me. Don't mm-hmm. think that I'm, don't tell me I am weak. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Right. It's almost like you give me some encouragement, tell me I can do it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that is really uh, amazing moment of the mind-body integration. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when we, we look at sort of that, that reframing of reality, having it on all three levels of mind, body, and, and, and spirit or, or heart, it's, um, it can go that much even and go that much deeper. Right. And so, um, and, and it's, it's important that people will want to, to focus on, on those three aspects. Sometimes with coaching on performance, people just want the intellectual, um, you know, how can I increase the skill or be a stronger leader? Um, but when you do it holistically um, on on all of those levels, and if somebody's willing to, you know, go down that path, um, then you can't unknow what you now know. Yeah. Right? It's 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 getting to know more about yourself, more about your story, um, more about the kind of present you want um, to be in the present, um, what kind of presence, you know, you bring as well, um, and of the healing that can go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. And that's that's also the part that we as coaches, if we don't do the work, uh, mm-hmm. then it's not going to come in authentically. Um, right. Somebody recently shared that they, they met with a coach um, and and felt that all the questions, all the like all the process of coaching was was done properly. It was all asked the way how they they felt was was mm-hmm. helping them to do to to open up. But somehow the they felt there was no comp- compassion, which mm-hmm. the client then felt it was no, there was no space for them to really open up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, like it's... Uh, so now we also come for clients who, who have compassion as their value. This mm-hmm. will be a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And this will be the no chemistry moment. Mm-hmm. Um, as on the other side, for, for clients who don't have compassion as a value and have not felt compassion are not really open to that, a, a coach that is co- compassionate is going to seem very strange mm-hmm. as well. So we also, uh, I think, need to be aware that, again, back to the first step, and that is the chemistry, right? Like when we are all these approaches, right, we are kind of like suggesting one one aspect even we're working with the body and, and the holistic coaching so we need to be mm-hmm. clear as coaches that that is what we are doing and when clients find us that they they have a bit of uh, interest mm-hmm. to go in all of these areas mm-hmm. because um, otherwise we need to probe we need to check in like where is the client? Is it open? Where I can, mm-hmm. where I would go? And um, if the client is is not ready, it can also be threatening. It can seem very slow for someone who is very intellectual. Mm-hmm. A compassionate approach, stay in mindful approach, can be triggering a lot and saying like, "I wow, these emotions are arising. I don't want to work on them. I, I do want to push myself, and and I want to kind of like go um, with uh, with uh, yes, uh, without no pain, no gain kind of mm-hmm. like approach, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is where is presenting ourselves with uh, through blogs, through posts, through articles, will will educate the audience and and enable us to actually attract the 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 right client. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so they have the clarity like I, I looked for Merle who was our guest in, in, in the podcast okay. and I just put compassion and uh, somatic coaching right and then she came up as one of the first uh, basically uh, links on, on Google right that's right that's right and and you know it might even be for um, and you know I'm, just, I'm also generalizing in a sense but you take people who are high performers they they push them themselves um and you know, have a lot of expect high expectations 
um, for themselves as well. And so it might even ironically be kind of exactly what they're needing or looking for, but then maybe even not knowing um, and then experience it and then maybe have a sense of like taking a breath, releasing, you know, mm. it's just, it's, it's a bit of a, a fresh air approach um, to maybe what maybe some are, some are used to. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, you're going to get mm -hmm. that a lot in organizations, I, I yeah. believe, as mm -hmm. like working on programs, and, and that is the beauty of that. And definitely, there are, there yeah. are leaders who are just uh, craving for it, for some moment, mm -hmm. the pause, the understanding, the compassionate presence, right? right? Like, and when they can uh, come to, uh, to it, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, and and again, these small steps of these approaches just to check in where where is mm. the client and how much mm. are they getting from it is uh, is also important, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And I'm I'm looking at this other part of mm. of the of the topic today, and that is designing actions, and especially mm. when you're talking about working with leaders um, and who are very gung-ho and it, it is all about actions in the end mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. there needs to be something tangible mm -hmm. um, even if the action is um, let's pause and you know your action is not to act because that can sometimes actually be what is needed right <laughs> that's right that's right yeah it's 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 incredible when uh studying about mindfulness and and the impact that compassionate leadership has um, especially in, in senior positions, um, in times of stress, um, the most impactful thing that I've heard from those that I was able to interview was this idea of not reacting. Um, and so, you know, a lot of them were sharing just going around the office and asking people, how are you doing? Or, you know, calling calling the team together to do a bit of a support group of, you know, some of the bigger challenges that everybody's going through. But they really said that touching on the human aspect of, you know, some of those elements, um, you know, as, 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 as an action, um, instead of hitting the numbers, um, was the way that they found to, to make more the most progress. Um, was getting back in touch with the the human side um you know it's it's mm. it's maybe a, a more natural thing to to dive into you know crisis management or to um, look at you know pushing people harder or um, mm. but but there was the opposite um people said you know before big especially big meetings they would take time out just to be setting their intentions for what what that meeting is supposed to be or how they want to show up as a leader. Um, others were saying the anxiety that I was feeling wasn't serving me. Um, and so I just needed to let it go. Um, even though it was part of my success, it wasn't doing me any favors at that point. Um, so it was just really a good realization, but it came from individuals who wanted to be on that path um, and who wanted to take those actions, designing them that, even if they felt a little bit awkward at first, right? It wasn't their natural, it's like writing with your opposite hand, right? You naturally can just pick up a pen, but if you use a skill that you don't, you don't have strength in, it's, it's, you have to really pay attention and really be mindful of, of how you're, how it's coming, coming about, right? So that action may feel like you're using your opposite hand to write your name. Um, and things might feel a little bit backwards at first. Um, but like you said, it's those small steps and those small actions that can really help to, you know, create that growth. Mm -hmm. Yes. A, a series of small actions, uh, when you look back, and they're kind of like seamless <laughs> in a way. Mm -hmm. But when you look back, it's like, wow, so much has been accomplished. Mm -hmm. Right, and mm -hmm. and that that is also I I think this um, we when we're designing actions, it's really checking the pulse. There's no I think one uh, 
a set mm-hmm. approach. We really need to be there with the client, and mm-hmm. and and when they are doing a little bit, it's like a Goldilocks moment. I, I call it right. Like there will be maybe at times they will look into actions that are a little bit too big and mm-hmm. maybe not realistic, right? And and at that time, well, we can all just check our role as a coach is not to doubt and make client not to go for the big ones. Mm-hmm. But it's just to check in and say, how does that feel, this action? You know, maybe even putting something like on the scale on 1 to 100, like temperature, you know, mm-hmm. what, what would it be? And they can say, well, it's actually I'm feeling really hot. Well, you know. How about it if, it, if it, the temperature was optimal? Like, okay, I can tone mm-hmm. the action down, right? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they will choose actions that are way too small. They, they, mm-hmm. They're actually keeping them safe, right? Like, so our role would be still, again, to check. And it's like, so do you feel that this is something that is bringing, like a little anxiety, a little stress because adrenaline kicking in? Because that's good. It, otherwise, the growth is not really owned. Um, so, mm-hmm. and then when when the you know like when the right kind of like it sits right, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like you, we can sense that there is the movement. Because a lot of times clients will be saying one thing and then coming back and 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 saying I haven't done anything actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't move anywhere, or I did only half, or, you know, I said that I was going to do this, and I didn't do anything about that, but I've done all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And and this is where the session after the designing actions, I think, is also very potent and very important to, to check in how the client works, really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and to and to explore actions on on those levels, right? The action of the intellect, the action of you know the the feelings and the emotions, action around kind of what you're sensing in your body, um, and then that way they can kind of have different anchors. They have different touch points for themselves throughout the course of those couple of weeks that they're doing their work in between the sessions. Yeah. There's, I would, you know, I worked with leaders as well. I'm, I'm now, mm-hmm. as I mentioned before, doing much more work with people who are into mindfulness and integrated mm-hmm. in it, it professionally and personally. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of like losing a little bit touch with that um, strong, like A type personality, mm-hmm. right? Like achievers and stuff. But as I just finished sharing, I. I also am thinking you must be meeting some like mm. higher profile leaders and you're working with them. So um, there uh, are no small actions and holding them back there. Right? No. <laughs> They're very coachable. They're very, very yes. coachable. Um, it's, it's sometimes I wonder, like, do you even like you're doing all the work, you know, it's, it's amazing um, to, to see them, to see them go and to see them strive. And, you know, after, after a session is finished, five, six sessions, seven, maybe. um, And I admire the ones that say, I just want to take a break. Yeah. You know, I, I admire that because it shows that they've gotten what they've needed for this point. And now they just want to, they just want to sit with it, yeah. you know? And so, and so I, I, I love that in a sense that I'm, I'm excited to, to perhaps reconnect with them down the road, but, um, mm. but they've now gotten to a, a space where they are feeling good, right? They feel like they've accomplished something. They've moved the dial on what they were working on. Mm. And now it's just about kind of owning that and, 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 and sitting with it and I really yeah. I'm excited for clients that, that mm-hmm. make that, that choice yes. yeah and often working in organizations that <laughs> would also provide that there is an objective achieved mm-hmm. that needs mm-hmm. to be achieved right like mm-hmm. the, there is end of year performance evaluation mm-hmm. or like the, the the overall goal right mm-hmm. um, and it's very inspiring to to get to that point and this when you said also taking a break, uh, I sometimes 
um, also enjoy when people go and say, actually, maybe I could take it a little bit slower and find mm. a way to take care of myself mm-hmm. as well on the way mm-hmm. while I'm achieving these objectives. And okay. um, much, much needed these days that we, we are modeling that. Um, mm-hmm. But also, uh, you know, it's um, at times when we can observe our own anxiety is, mm-hmm. is one thing, but at times when there is anxiety present with everyone and we know that it's, we know what is the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. right? Like we know that that pressure is coming from obvious circumstances, right? then I, I think it's um, how do we regulate, how do we as coaches regulate ourselves as well coming mm-hmm. into these kind of sessions, especially when, you know, like the clients are maybe saying, so at the moment, for example, I haven't been home now, it's going to be a third year. Uh, and um, this sense of wanting to travel, wanting to go, uh, back and, and spend time with, with my parents and so on mm-hmm. and um, and then I'm coaching clients who are coming to a decision uh, to stay in China or to leave so as mm-hmm. I'm being there to coach them it triggers every you know a lot of them are making a decision to leave um, or at least make that transition and, and then see right. if they can come back right however afterwards there are all these emotions that stay within me because i'm not as i'm coaching them to go and and have something that i would want so much Mm. i need to process the uh, kind of like the residue of my emotions to distinguish which part is clients which is mine doing extra work there and, and I think when it comes to these actions that come very close to our heart, um, mm. coach's heart, we need to be, um, uh, you know, careful how we coach clients so that we don't put too much of our thinking and our opinion in there. So yeah. these designing actions, I, I think, uh, is really important that, that the client is designing the actions. It's not our uh, suggestion, our idea. So this is where we are not the facilitator. We are That's not right. the consultant. That's uh, right. And um, on, on, I mean, there are parts we can brainstorm with a client. It's like mm-hmm. very um, nice uh, brainstorming where we can invite the client and say, okay, you say mm-hmm. one idea, I'll say one idea when they are stuck and don't know mm-hmm. exactly which actions they can do, right? Right, um, right. But in any case, the, the, this is the part where culture yeah. mindset needs to be really um, applied. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's true, and you know, it's and it's about the the coachy being able to take responsibility for those actions. If we get into more of that role of, um, and we have to catch ourselves of not designing, then it's it's. A, because there's that accountability piece is so important. Um, if something doesn't work out, you can say, well, my coach told me to, to do this. Yeah. Right. And so we have to really watch that it comes from them, that it's owned by them and that they see the follow through. Um, if, if, if that in, in indeed is the direction that they want to go. Um, and so we have to, yeah, really watch that balance um, between um, them owning the actions and, and being um, just just personally accountable for themselves for that for that own for their own decision around that. Um, yeah. Because they might be looking at that point. Just tell me what to do. Just just tell me what what I need to you know my next step. And um, and we have to catch ourselves saying. What do you feel the, yeah. the the best next step for you is going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you want to focus on leaving here today? Um, what excites you? What what do you feel is is the most realistic thing for you to mm-hmm. um, commit to at this point in time? Um, and um, and then that way the accountability can 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 be there. 
Yes, and it's so fascinating, isn't it? Like looking at how actually this is, we, we in a way begin the session with the mm. almost action pre -con like contemplation of of the uh, of 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 the reality we want to have mm. as a result as if the action is has already been completed right so that's how we set the agenda from the PEA perspective right mm. Mm. Uh, which is in the in we talk about in the uh, uh, previous model uh, module and and so this positive intention of where we want to be at the end of the session um, then sometimes can stir emotions. So the, the action or, or the reality itself can sometimes mm. create uh, a response. So we want it, but we are afraid of get going there because it requires us to change. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. and, and then it's like it, this, none of this is linear. It's really we are talking about the, the spiral, right? Mm -hmm. like and, mm -hmm. and how is the, we can have an upward spiral when the client is moving and, and mm -hmm. uh, learning and uh, bringing the action to fruition and then uh, continually mm. um, uh, exploring new horizons, right? Mm. On the other side, there are times when we have a downward spiral as a result mm. of those actions as well. And, and it's just like having the broader skill set that can enable us to, to really be there with the client regardless of what they're world is because mm -hmm. we can't control things right like as um, mm -hmm. uh, again in this pq program uh, the, what, what is mentioned the story about the old man who who lost his horse right the stallion and, yes the stallion <laughs> yes and and you know like the response from the old man is always like well good fortune or bad luck who would know and uh, you know like when things are good he would still respond in this, that way so you know if the stallion comes back with another wild uh, stallion right like oh well who knows if that is good or uh, good luck or right. bad fortune and right. in the end it's not about diminishing success or mm -hmm. or or kind of like normalizing uh, difficulties in life it's mm -hmm. just finding the space of equanimity finding the space where we can be um, not so not touched into mm -hmm. overly excitement when things are going well mm -hmm. uh, because you know this too shall pass mm -hmm. and also not going at the bottom rock bottom and going into deep depression when things are not going as as we want because mm -hmm. you know what this too shall pass mm -hmm. and then it's like keeping this like middle optimal um, uh, approach mm. where, where we can enable the client to come back to and the if the coaching becomes that right the life is going to go up and down anyway mm. but if mm. in the coaching we can provide a platform where they can ease into kind of like this is life and that's how life goes mm -hmm. it can mm -hmm. also uh, create new neural pathways and and uh, a new new skill set for life yes yes it, it, that that perspective is is so powerful um that perspective of you know good, good fortune or bad luck we we don't in the moment we might think it's one and then it turns out to perhaps be something else um and so it's yeah i think i think coaching has the potential to kind of open up that mind frame um, for the coaches um, with the right questions, um, with the right presence. And, um, and yeah, I think if anyone sticks with coaching and um, really wants to have that exploratory you know, journey, then, then that, that perspective will, will surface mm -hmm. itself. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the the this perspective of the sage, perspective mm -hmm. of the um, of someone who is um, governing their life from the upward spiral perspective, right. where mm -hmm. the messages are coming in, and we are being able to hold ourselves 
mm-hmm. with empathy, with curiosity, with inspiration, uh, creativity, yeah. right? Like, and uh, and having focus on what matters in in our life the most. So just yeah. ultimately applying mindfulness really into mm-hmm. into life, work, and. Um, Uh, what an exciting paradigm to have uh, mm. at this time that we are maybe uh, reframing collectively reality mm. into maybe um, the space where we are saying, well, what if we are actually, we, this is, we are evolving as humans? Mm. Mm. And what if this is all necessary so that we do make that necessary leap into mm. the new uh, a way of how we relate to each other. Mm. Um, it's not easy to maintain that um, perspective when we are bombarded with with news mm. and and bigger kind of like frame, or um, you know things can really become real. Um, well, they are real, mm. especially when the pain is present, right? Um, So again, I, I think that this this part when we as coaches really need to be deeply connected with, with the, the core on how we regulate ourselves and how we mm-hmm. embody these principles so that we can be there for the clients. And okay. if we are not able, then that we also take a pause. I think mm-hmm. this is really important. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's ongoing work, right? It's It's just it's it just has to become part of one's DNA, so to speak. Um, and uh, and you know when you you journey with with a client, um, I had a, an interview one time where they said to me, "How do you know your your coachee has reached a point where they no longer need coaching?" I said, "Well, the one thing that I look for is if they start coaching themselves." Right. If they start yes. asking themselves the questions that I would normally prompt or kind of walk themselves through that that conversation um, kind of independently, then I'm like, then I know that there's been a shift that's happened and yeah. um, they are able to kind of, you know, support themselves um, mm-hmm. you know, on, on their way, so to speak. So it's 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 that's really encouraging to to see um but you know for some it takes it takes a different amount of time um Mm -hmm. but that also that awareness as a coach to say you know i think i think they've got it now you know you've been able to sort of see that transformation happen um and you can you can tell that there's a shift that's that's taken place yes Um, yes mm Absolutely. And uh, there is also a beautiful connection from the clients that come back, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they pause and then they come back and say, mm-hmm. oh, I would like to have another check-in because life keeps going, right? <laughs> the, the topics keep emerging. Yeah. And, um, and that is also an inspiring moment um, mm-hmm. that we can have that chemistry. And in meantime, I think this is also uh, as, as coaches – We don't stand still, so we continue yeah. to acquire new, um, new tools, new um, uh, new books are written, yeah. new yeah. insights. Uh, you know, like, and it's good to also connect with a client from time to time and say, "Hey, I read this article. Sorry, I read this article, and maybe you can, yeah. you know, like contribute, uh, like have something from it, or this book came mm-hmm. out and." Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, I was listening to one um, presentation of uh, of a coach uh, mm. who was selected two years ago. So now I forgot her name. Um, mm. She was selected as a top uh, coach for small business businesses, mm. um, and um, they were asking her for some strategies on on how she maintains clients. And she said, mm. "I I and." and She says, like, even when during the chemistry call they don't um, choose me um, uh, or they don't even, often they don't even tell me if if they want to continue with coaching. But I'm continuing to tell them, I care for you. This is the topic I think it's related to what we were talking about. And sometimes a year later they actually come back to me. Mm -hmm. And 
and you know, I say I'm ready for coaching now. So mm. I think that this our presence, our our um, it's kind of like being there uh, in the world and and showing up as as coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sharing what our journey is is also part of our own um, actions, designing mm-hmm. actions, and and uh, how are we supporting the clients? It's very important, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, there's there's just so much opportunity um, to continue growing and to continue yeah. building the community of coaching and. Um, hoping, of course, that, of course, through our talks, um, that they reach the community of coaches that is out there um, and that yeah. there's able to be, you know, a sense of, of connection there as well. Yes, mm. yes, absolutely. So um, on that note, um, I feel like we are coming to a, this mm. moment of a lull. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm curious what um, what kind of actions will come from this. We actually with this theme, um, we would in our program we would complete the the second module mm-hmm. and actually begin uh, to um, to work on the next topic, which is more related into how to really um, facilitate mm-hmm. growth with uh, mm-hmm. with compassion. And, mm-hmm. and there's a whole uh, range of other other uh, topics that we will be looking at, and this is what mm-hmm. our podcasts are going to be uh, about yes, as well. That's right. Podcast. So I'm really looking forward right. to that. Um, heart so for presence. those, mm-hmm. yes, heart presence mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So for those who are. Um, attending the program uh, uh, congratulations for <laughs> this far and uh, how exciting that you now got all the skills for uh, somatic coaching and mm-hmm. for though and and looking forward to see you on the next module and for those who are our listeners who um, who are listening to the podcast mm-hmm. because they are getting something out of it um, it would be really nice to hear uh, and a feedback uh, mm. how is this um, uh, developing and opening and evolving for you um, mm. and um, yeah just let us know where you are on your journey it would be lovely to hear you you can check our email on the website um, mm. com. And uh, there is all information there how to reach us. So mm-hmm. see you soon. And you, yeah. Renee, what a wonderful <laughs> yes. journey. Really looking forward to the uh, all discoveries about compassion. Oh, to be continued, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Yeah.